Before we start today's episode, I want to give a few words to one of our sponsors, which is Stutterbox Productions. If you're looking for a solid team of people to get you started with your next gig or event, this is the company contact. They're actually bringing back Field Trip in September 16th and 17th, and they have plenty more shows lined up. Uh, if you guys have not been to Field Trip, that is a blast. Legendary. Um, one of the top shows to go to in Iowa. Um, so what are you waiting for? Head over to Stutterbox Productions' Facebook page for all of your needs today. Gorilla Graphics Design Agency. If you want to plan your next video or project, Gorilla Graphics Design Agency can provide you with a clean and fresh looking product. Uh, having personally collaborated with this company several times myself, I can say from experience they know their shit, and working with them has been worth every penny. Head over to GorillaGraphics.com for all of your design needs today. That's G U E R R I L L A G R F X.com. You're watching Slash Listening to the McAllister Hours. I'm your host, as always, Colt McAllister. We're joined today by Young Honey. How are you doing today, man? Great. Great. Fantastic. Beautiful. Wonderful. I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. Um, yeah, you, you had a decent drive over here. You had to go through some downtown traffic, though, you said. Yeah, it was kind of tough. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I'm from, like, Atomwa, so traffic yeah. is, like, 10 cars. <laughs> <laughs> so once yeah. there's, like, two lanes full of traffic, then it's just, like anxiety just like yeah gripping the steering wheel <laughs> well that's cool thing you know that's kind of the weird cool thing about iowa you know like like if you live in a city like des moines you meet a lot of people who are just like you know from a small town they can totally yeah. relate and then there's yeah. that that blend of people like from chicago and like you know there's a whole spread yeah there's a whole spread well let me let me ask you first like uh yeah well let me i guess let me just say this first off the bat i really love your music um actually yesterday i was just playing through halo and i just put your fucking playlist on i was just playing through it like you don't i love your you have like a very like uh you know joji like almost like an anti-pop kind of vibe like i i I, i'm a big fan of that style you do it well you know you're saying you play the guitar and you obviously um you know do all the things well uh what like went to the name young honey like what started all this for you well so like there's a couple things that i i can say about that it's like so first of all my grandma's nickname is grandma honey <laughs> so that kind of played into it but i didn't even really realize that until after i'd kind of come up with the name because my name's hunter so like yeah yeah hunter and then so my friends i like jokingly said um one day how did this go so i like basically started like making little rap songs just kind of fucking around basically and then uh, my friends were like yo what's your rapper name and i was just like didn't even really give it much time i was like young honey huh. and it just stuck it just stuck so i don't know i kind of have a love-hate relationship with it, it kind of doesn't <laughs> i don't really think it fits my vibe that much anymore <laughs> but because i was back when i was making like soundcloud like rap like low pump type songs just like not even like recording them or anything oh. just writing them but it's kind of funny now like i think it's funny because it's like a rapper name but like, i don't even make rap music so it's people always call me a rapper now though it's kind of funny, like, <laughs> it's funny. well you were at the hip-hop showcase yeah Usually. that's the other thing i played my guitar at the hip-hop showcase believe it or not that was yeah i, b- I bet they love that though i mean that's probably yeah. that's probably the first time i've heard it happen over there so it was really fun yeah yeah it's fuck kinda... it one of the things that i find most impressive about what you do is like um this is from what i understand like you do basically every aspect of your music yeah. like you write it you record it you do your own like promo art 
like that that in itself is fucking insane like i do yeah. not like of the people who we've had in here i don't know very many people who do that yeah i appreciate that yeah so. i pretty much just do everything um i have been working with an engineer out of nashville though so he has kind of touched okay. up my last two singles that i put out um okay. marble red and yeah all right yeah Fuck he's yeah. fucking great he, i love him he's super super good at what he does that's awesome did you like find that online or is that personal connection for you like yeah um he's actually like i don't know i just found him through instagram through like okay. another person <laughs> like another producer that i followed and, okay okay so yeah we just kind of got connected and started working but yeah he's super cool dude super nice i was actually in nashville a couple months ago oh, i got a chance word. to meet up with him and he's fucking like nicest dude ever oh, that's like awesome. drove all the way across the city to like come and pick me up and just like hang out for a little bit yeah wow super cool guy yeah that's awesome man so shout like out, shout out to zach <laughs> have you have you like been doing any kind of performing outside of iowa like have you gotten those chances or no not really okay. i'd like to but mm-hmm. i don't know it's a lot to like it's yeah. hard i mean i don't know if you guys have ever tried to fucking <laughs> yeah, book your own shows at venues it's it's kind of tough especially if you've never really performed there or you don't know somebody that knows somebody type of thing yeah it's kind of hard to just reach out and be like yo let me uh let me <laughs> hop on that they're gonna not not even gonna look at your fucking email or whatever <laughs> yeah it really like you know the whole industry really is like a uh um who you know kind of thing oh 100 you know that's just how it works what what are some of like your influences that go into your music like what what inspires your sound too too hard of a question i don't know it's kind of a broad it's a very broad like i guess let me ask you this what would you for those who haven't listened to your music what would you describe yourself as genre wise like indie pop bedroom pop okay indie rock kind of i don't know it's kind of like a rock vibe but it's more of like a pop production style i don't know i would say it's like indie pop would probably be the most generalized um way to put it yeah well um I, I really like i said i really love your vibe uh how long have you been playing guitar <laughs> i never even thought about that um let's see 13 years wow yeah. damn and you're 20 you said yeah so i started when i was seven okay okay formally taking lessons i should say i i did kind of get like a little like toy guitar when i was like uh, five or six and i kind of just fucked around on it for so mm-hmm. long and then i'd always like when i was in daycare like i had a group of friends and we had like an like an air guitar band kind of thing like <laughs> one of them would beat sticks on a table and i would play air guitar and stuff like that and so i always begged my parents i'm like i want to play guitar i want to play guitar and they're like he's fucking six years old like we're not buying him a guitar <laughs> and so i just begged and begged for so long that eventually one year for christmas they got me like a little toy guitar from like target I played the shit out of it for like two years, and then eventually they were like, "All right, well, he earned it." Yeah, maybe he's like actually <laughs> kind of serious about it. So they got me like a pretty basic intro, like full size guitar, and I started taking lessons, and then I like just took it from there. And I kind of stopped playing a little bit um, here and there because just that's just life, you know. Um, but then I picked it up again in like middle school, and so like middle school, I had like a super hardcore like emo like. I didn't, like, have, like, the dyed hair or anything like that, but I was just, like, I'd just be wearing blue jeans and, like, fucking running <laughs> shoes like a normal, like, white kid at fucking middle school. Yeah. And I in my headphones, just, like, death metal. Just, like, Yeah, your current look shit. contrasts that quite a bit. Yeah, and I, it's funny. I just kind of, like, I, like, as I get older, my appearance, my vibe just kind of 
changes as it's going i guess but it's funny to me yeah so how long were you like taking lessons like because like i feel like for me because i kind of started around the same age like eight, mm-hmm. eight nine and like but like there got to a point where i just stopped taking lessons like yeah. was there a point that you just took <laughs> off and yeah um it's kind of funny my i used to take lessons and uh for at a place called west music um okay. downtown in the tumble and then <clears throat> kind of stopped cat <laughs> kind of stopped going um Cause I wasn't like, my mom wanted me to learn like sheet music and shit like that. And, um, that was fucking dumb. So (laughs) I, I was like not fucking with the sheet music, you know, I would go in there and there's this guy that taught me and his name was, um, chick. His name was, is a dude named chick, super cool guy. And he would go in there and then I would walk in and he'd be like, so man, how you doing? I was like, what's up dude? He's like, so what do you want to learn today? I'm like, sweet child of mine. And so he'd be like, oh, awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> and so he would show me how to play these like classic rock songs. And like, I could play these classic rock songs at like eight years old. You could put a fucking basic ass sheet music in front of me. And I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know, man. So my mom was like, okay, well, we're going to take you somewhere else. So like I did lessons there for probably two years. And then by the time I was like nine, I kind of stopped. And then I was just kind of playing on my own. Okay. And then like in middle school, there was another guitar teacher, Chris, Chris Hunter, super good, super good teacher. I mean, both of those guys are really, really good, really talented guitarists from Atomwa. <clears throat> and so I was learning some stuff from him and he was kind of trying to show me sheet music style stuff. And, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> same thing. I mean, I'm sorry. Like it's, it's like your brain just can't transpose. It's, yeah. It's just that ADHD in me. I just like, I'm like, no, nah, I don't really want to learn that. Like I already kind of know how to play and I'd rather just learn the songs that I want to play. So I learned the songs that I wanted to play instead of like learning cheat music. I still, to this day, like I've been playing for what? 12 years, something like that. Fucking, I can't read sheet music for the life of me. So just tabs. Yeah, I don't even really use tabs that much. Oh, really? So, what, are you just, like, like audio-visually learning it? Like, seeing somebody do it or, like, how, working through it? Like, what's your... Yeah. I, I oh, you work just work through it. through it. Yeah, Damn. most of the time. If I'm, like, learning a song. But to be honest, it's been so long since I've done that. Like, <laughs> you could... I can play, like, three songs that were just, like, the ones that I, like, learned to play guitar on. They're, like, engraved into my brain. But most of the time when I pick up a guitar, like, I just play the songs that I've written because that's, like... Yeah. All I remember how to play because it's been so long since I learned like or I played those like classic rock songs, but some of them I can just pick it up and kind of. Well, yeah, I mean that's just a testament to you being into your craft, you know. Yeah. Like I, I doubt Jimi Hendrix could just like you know at, in his prime be like, hey, pull an album, I'm gonna play through the whole thing. Maybe he could, yeah. but like I don't know. There is something to be said for like yeah. you know being in the mindset of your own craft and that kind of thing. Yeah, and like I can play bits and pieces here and there, but it's like. Yeah. Sure not like some of those guys that like only know how to play like classic rock songs and you could be like stairway to heaven like, all right we're doing it and like they just fucking play it perfectly like i can't do that i can't even i can't even play my own songs half the time like whenever i've got a sh- whenever i've got a show coming up i'm like all right fuck like i sit down in my room and i just like set up a microphone plug in my guitar and i basically just have to like relearn my own songs because like that's funny it's like the way that i do it because like i produce so it's not like I'm writing a song as I'm singing it. It's more mm. like I'm sitting there and I'm fucking around on guitar and then I'm like, I'll play something. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I'll just play it literally like 15 times. Like all the guitars that you hear like in my song, like I probably have not played that more than like 20 times. <laughs> like I, I come up with a progression. I'm like, I like that. 
and then I will play it until I get a good enough recording of it, and then I won't touch it. Like, do you think that's a, an advantage or disadvantage to like your your um, art and your craft? Uh, I I don't know. It's a, I see it as as an advantage. It's nice to be able to like to know how to kind of like throw it down like that and get a song mm-hmm. going within like a couple of minutes. Um, so the ideas are fresh in your brain or whatever, and then kind of go from there. But at the same time, like, like I said, I don't fucking remember how to play half of my songs. So, <laughs> so are all, do all of your songs like have like a root with guitar or are there times that you're going off and like kind of doing it all in DAW? Like, um, there, it kind of depends on the song. Like some songs aren't really like super like indie based. Like some of them are kind of just more like. I was really into, like, lo-fi. That's kind of how I got interested in producing, is I wanted to, like, produce lo-fi. I was uh, influenced by, like, um, this one lo-fi producer from Norway, I think. Her name's Evie. She makes, like, some really fucking cool lo-fi shit. And I used to play that a lot when I was, like, 14, 15. And then I was like, okay, like, it'd be cool to, like, learn how to do this. And so I started doing that. And, like, I don't know. It was never good, like, lo-fi beats, obviously, because I, was, like, didn't know how to fucking produce. But as I learned, I kind of strayed away from it. But a lot of that, I feel like, kind of stayed with me, that general, like, low-key vibe. Mm. I feel like stuck with me a lot. But Cool, man. What yeah. what what uh, what DAW are you using, making up, putting all this on? FL. <laughs> FL Studio. Hey, hey. Producer that's, version. That's that's probably the most common, I would say, of the ones that come, yeah. come through here. FL. I'm yeah. I'm able to not myself. I mean, I don't really produce much these days because mm. I'm so into the podcast. But, um, but yeah, it, um, it, I always said Ableton was like my it's my baby. You know, and they all like do the same thing. Like people like shit on people who use FL. That's another thing. Like, well, that's yeah, that's dumb. Internet like culture is always like, oh, you use FL. You're not a real fucking producer, dude. You're a fucking nerd. Like you fucking suck. It's like, dude, they all do the same fucking thing. Like, just different like layout. Yeah, I mean, there are like top tier hip hop producers that are using like fucking. Like uh, like audacity level, yeah. <laughs> it, like, like Dawes, you know. It doesn't like matter sampling. It doesn't matter what you're using as long as you know how to use it correctly. You yeah. can make a hit record. Like it's the end product. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, here's another philosophical question. Do you feel that like with like the ease of technology, like for people to be able to do this easier, do you think that devalues music at all? Mm, no. Okay. Um, I have a kind of an unpopular opinion. I've thought about that a lot actually because I'm okay. also kind of. Um, an aspiring engineer myself and so I've thought about that a lot of like okay the new age of music is totally home recording I'm like the need for engineers is going to go down well my opinion on that is completely changed because mm-hmm. you can engineer something yourself it's like you can fix your car yourself <laughs> yeah but it might not yeah not, might not work very well there's always going to be incentive to yeah. hire specific yeah and so yeah. it's it's better to it's always better to hire a good engineer to 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 fix up your shit and make it sound good because like the way i see music and you could probably relate to this if i gave you examples but sure. a bad song that is mixed well will outplay a good song mm. that is mixed bad because music is not necessarily about what you're hearing it's how you're hearing it and the the feeling of the of the vibrations from the speakers and the atmosphere that it that it provides that really gives you that headspace when you're listening to a song that you know transfers you to another place you know what i mean and so if you can't achieve a good sound like that it doesn't matter how good your lyrics are in the song it doesn't matter how well like how good the beat is or whatever if it's mixed like shit <clears throat> it's going to sound like shit on speakers and 
you're not going to want to listen to it. But if you get, like, a really just basic, shitty-sounding song, like, basic lyrics, like, when you're paying attention to the lyrics, you're like, what the fuck is this? But at the same time, <laughs> the beat is really, it's really good beat, and it's mixed really, really well. And, like, you don't even, you don't even think about it. You might not like the lyrics, but you're still kind of just, like, passively listening to it. But if it's a bad mix, and it sounds like shit coming out of the speakers, you're actively going to be noticing this. Like, okay, that mm. sounds bad, and you're going to skip it. So, I think having a good engineer or learning to engineer yourself is probably one of the most important parts about music production because that is that is really going to make the difference of like hmm. getting somewhere i think yeah that's interesting you know i i think audio is you know well audio in general but like especially for that like having that specificity is extremely important um i'm in video production mm-hmm. and one of the things they teach us is like um bad audio outweighs bad visuals exactly like you can have like a guy you can even have a shot where like a guy has like a microphone in the back and that's not going to be as bad as if you have an audio track that's like like the audience is honestly like you know they can tell that's bad yeah you yeah. know there's a it, it's important it's really important mm-hmm. to have that uh you know specificity and all that um what let me ask you this like what what goes into like some of the themes of your song like i kind of <laughs> get like uh you had the you had the song called marble red and uh yeah i'm a, I'm a former cigarette smoker myself so let's say that i was kind of nostalgic yeah um <laughs> so what do you like what are you doing? sorry um like like what like what goes into your music like some of the themes like what like i don't know because like, you had like a tiktok uh because you're on tiktok also yeah. you have fine tiktoks where like um you're responding to, like people's criticisms of like your like your music like how like the lyrics aren't like don't have i don't know do you know what video i'm talking about? yeah where people say i sound like fucking post malone is that what it was maybe yeah i don't know like they just don't like the lyrics or something i don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> it sounds familiar to be honest most of that shit most of the time my brain is just on like how often are you tiktoking <laughs> how often are you tiktoking you sound like a boomer <laughs> that's like some shit my dad would say but um i don't know i don't really make a lot of them but i'm on tiktok a lot i'm tiktoking every day motherfucker no <laughs> Uh, yeah i don't know i'm trying to get a little more a little more active on it it's just yeah i don't know i don't want to just make a bunch of like random fucking videos i don't want to just like spam my music either it's like i think that you know i've had like my ups and downs with tiktok where i was initially i was like oh i don't want to be known as like a tiktok artist it's like okay so i didn't ever really post on tiktok regarding my music that much but what i've kind of realized is like okay now maybe start using it as a different approach of rather than just like listen to my song listen to my song it's like make music that's like behind the scenes kind of use it as like a little like behind the scenes vlog like mm-hmm. hang out with friends like you know every now and then post a song where it's like post your music where you're like promoting it and being like you know it's obviously like a promotion for your song but it's not necessarily like go stream now like type of thing um stuff like that i feel like works really well because it's like yeah. you're getting people to listen to it without listening to it because like nine times out of ten someone's like comes across my for you page and they're like whoa whoa, whoa i just dropped a new song like scroll like 90 percent of the time like yeah and it's not that like i think it's gonna be bad it's just like something in my brain is just like it's like no like i don't want to like you know what i mean like music to me is always kind of more about like a personalized thing where it's like you find a song that you really like and it's like oh man like i found this really cool song like it's super cool but i feel like when people are just like, hey, man, listen to my song. And then, yeah. and then you're like, okay. And you, it's just, it doesn't have that 
that feeling to it. I don't know. I mean, every now and then it does, obviously, but no, yeah, you don't want to be like you said. You don't want to be spam. You want to, yeah. you want it to be authentic. And like, yeah, you you have your mind in the right place in that aspect. Like people yeah. are more interested in seeing like the behind the scenes stuff than hey guys, check out my new single out yeah. now. You know, yeah, because like if I knew, I knew if like I was somebody that was following somebody like me, I, you know, like even if I really really liked their music and they were constantly just like stream my new song, go listen to my new song. Like, it's like okay, dude. It's a good song, but like, yeah. like change it up a little bit. Like, gain people, gain followers from like other things, like funny segments, funny mm-hmm. clips. Like, get people to like enjoy you as a person, and then like maybe they'll enjoy your music too. Yeah. So how often you like putting out putting out music? Like you putting out singles, albums? Like how's that work? I put out an album in 2020 mostly because it was just like fucking quarantine, and I had a shitload of time on my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude. That album was, like, solo produced and recorded and engineered by me, and, like, I did it in the span of April to October. How many months would that be? Uh, well, like technically, five. April to September. Yeah, four, five, four or five, something four, like that. Four or five months. April, May, March, or April, May, June, July, August, September. Six, seven. Six, six seven months. months. Yeah, September, yeah. October, six, seven months. So I produced, like, a 13-track album in, like, six months by myself, and... That was fucking a lot of work. It was so much work, dude. But it was really, it was really, really fun um, because I, I spent a lot of that time like recording it with my friends because I've got friends from the mm. area that make yeah. music. Uh, my friend Ryan goes by Green Gr Thirty Three N. Yeah, he's on one of my songs on the album. But um, we actually had, like built like a recording studio in his dad's garage. It had like a booth and shit, and oh, so nice. we would we would be in there from I like I would get off work at like eleven o'clock at night. And we'd go in there until like four in the morning, damn, like just like damn. making songs like three. The last song on my album is called 3 a.m. And it was like literally three in the morning. Like that was like the album. The outro was like we didn't even realize it was recording. We just left it in there because it was funny. It was like, oh, well, it's three in the morning. Should probably go to bed now. Like, <laughs> but yeah, so it was just super fun. But yeah, I just been putting out a lot of um, I wouldn't say a lot. I've been putting out singles because I'm very I'm starting to get a lot more just more and more meticulous with with my work um and my production i'm putting a lot more work into it plus i've i've kind of learned that producing that indie stuff is it's a lot it's a lot more than just making eight bar loops uh, with 808s in it and shit it's it is like all live instruments like you gotta like humanize the drums because all the drums in my songs um that sound like real drums or not they're not real drums at all they're they're sampled but Mm. And, like, you have to do a lot of, like, um, adjustments to, like, velocity and stuff like that to get it to sound, like, natural and realistic. So, like, it's super, super fine, detailed things into those songs um, that make them take forever. Like, I've I've been working on a song right now, and it's, like, halfway written and, like, not even done. And I've, I think my project said I've spent, like, 26 hours on it. Like, yeah, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time to make it. So, what exactly is, like is it just you like making it that detailed through the process or are there like multiple instruments you have to record like what exactly multiple, is making it- it's multiple instruments multiple like drum tracks different sections of the song um different instruments and then kind of mixing i, I do like a little bit of mixing here and there as i mix the fuck out of it <laughs> as i'm basically producing it because that like I like to kind of hear how I want it to sound in the end product as I'm going with it. That really just helps. I see. Kind of solidify the idea so I don't lose it. 
Um, so a lot of that time is kind of just mixing and tinkering with like panning and automation and like those like um, filter sweeps or where it's like shit sounds like it's going underwater or stuff mm, like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. super fine little detailed stuff here and there just kind of to brighten it up. And, yeah. You know. So and if you like have you self-taught pretty much all this or have you gone through courses or like nah, YouTube University. Okay. Fuck yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, and that's the thing. Like, I'm in video production myself. I really wonder like how long that's actually going to be valuable yeah. and worth it. Is like the standardized education for mm-hmm. arts is just it doesn't really make sense in like the YouTube yeah. sphere, you know? Yeah, and like my my engineer Zach, he even kind of was like, "Yeah, man, like you don't really need to go to school for that. Like you can learn a lot of that <laughs> shit on your own." Um, but yeah it's just about the persistence and it's like yeah. i mean that stuff is still going to be beneficial you know what i mean like mm. that's kind of what he was talking about too it's like he's like i'm not saying you're not going to learn anything i'm just saying like you could learn that same stuff like on your own but the way i see it is like okay how am i going to know what to learn at the same time so i am planning on doing um a like a program uh, oh okay out in boone like next year so oh nice is that through dmac or no it's through um Sorry, I need to give, give it your private information. My brain is just like <laughs> spaghetti. Um, but it's through the LA Recording School, and they mm, it's okay. like a, what's it called? Satellite program. Okay, oh, okay. Um, through a recording studio up there. Okay. I've heard there's a lot of correlation between like Cali and Iowa. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of intermingling and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. And so it's LA Recording School, basically. Their engineer, one of the engineers at that studio, I think, uh, is like qualified to like teach engineering. And so basically I'll be like an intern for like six months to a year or something like that. It's kind of like the same as like a welding degree, like a technical degree. Mm, okay. And so, you know, I'll be kind of like shadowing him and like interning or whatever. Um, and then at the end of the program, it's like you either pass or, I mean, you're probably going to pass more than, more than likely. It <laughs> just depends on how good you are or not. Yeah. Well, you work, um, you work it through it, you know, like that, that, that's the key. I, mm-hmm. I always love it. Yeah. And I haven't technically gotten accepted to it, but I don't know. We, you have, you know, you, you know, that's one of the things also that's impressed me about you is you have quite the following on like Spotify and like social and all that. So I you try, know, you know, I think that would maybe give you some backing as well. Yeah. And I have a lot, I mean, I have a lot of knowledge on that stuff already too. Um, not saying I know everything. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I feel like I know like maybe like a quarter of what I should know. Um, but I have a decent enough understanding to like, if they're like telling me super in-depth stuff about like, oh, you need yeah. to like start like multi-band compressing and like. 32 hertz at negative 2 db i'd be like oh okay you yeah. know most people that might just go over their head but yeah you know stuff like that i i would understand if they like told me what to do and how to do it then i could do it but just kind of on my own i'm like man how the fuck do i make this sound good <laughs> like i don't really know what to do and sometimes i know what to do and i just don't know how to do it right so yeah. i feel like something like that would be super beneficial yeah that i i will say that is kind of the downfall to like the youtube university mm-hmm. kind of stuff is like there's a lot of benefit to having at times you know having somebody over your shoulder mm-hmm. but you know a lot of that can also be just done through like social interaction like yeah you know branching out mm-hmm. you know finding other people that who are in that profession and, you know that may be willing to help you yeah you know mutual benefit that kind of stuff yeah for sure fuck yeah man do you, do you uh just a random question do you listen to kendrick Lamar at all no not really i'm gonna be honest i listen to um fuck what was that album he put out like uh, mr ago. uh mr morale and the big steppers no, that's the new one. Oh, the, I listened to the oh, old one. Was it the one you put out years ago? Like uh, Good Kid, Mad City, no. Butterfly. 
One of them. One of the earlier ones. Lost. Damn. Damn. Yeah, oh, no. hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I cool. listened to that one a lot um, with my friends, but I don't know. I never, I never really got into it. He's a fucking great artist. It's just, yeah. There's just sometimes there's people like that where I'm like, it's good. It's just not really my thing. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Are, are you are you into hip hop really at all, or are you just kind of sticking your? A little bit, yeah. Okay. I mean, I kind of listen to more like, um, kind of like lo-fi, like underground sure, style sure. stuff, like kind of more like, I don't even know, like Joji style stuff. But I wouldn't even call that hip hop. Um, <laughs> but kind of, I don't know, like Mac Miller type type yeah. stuff. Hell I don't yeah. really listen to Mac Miller, but like that general vibe you know what i mean mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of stuff yeah I, I do listen to a lot of that but i also listen mostly just like indie rock bands and shit yeah sure well and you know you can tell that on your music it's pretty prevalent you know your mm-hmm. your style and uh but you know yeah i mean you you also have a unique sound as well you know it's uh <clears throat> yeah you you know how you utilize the guitar it's all you know, it's very cleverly done you do a good job man thank you cool um is there anything else you wanted to mention while we're doing this like anything else in your mind um, dish it out or <laughs> check for you on the spot. <laughs> I don't know man I <coughs> I didn't tell you to come prepared or anything go follow just... <laughs> me on SoundCloud actually don't follow me on SoundCloud I have a fucking story about this and I'm still I'm still really 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 pissed off about this go into it go into um, it so I had a song that I put out like a little over a year ago, like it would have been like April of last year and it's called come with me. And it's my most popular song. Um, and it is kind of like a lo-fi low key rap song, kind of hip hop. I wouldn't really mm-hmm. call it rap, but it's kind of just like a pop lo-fi song. Sure. Super good song. I have one of my favorites that I've ever made. Um, and I put it up on SoundCloud and at that point I kind of had a little bit of a buzz on my SoundCloud cause I had a song from my album that got picked up by the algorithm and so it was at that point it was like a hundred thousand plays and i was like i couldn't fucking believe it like that was super cool to me and so i put this song out and it didn't really do that good for the first like month and a half like it was maybe at like three thousand plays Mm -hmm. which is pretty pretty average um and then one day i checked it and it was at like ten thousand plays and then like it just like kept going up and up and up and i'm like what the fuck is going on and then by like may the end of may like in the month of may i should say it had just in the month of May, it had like a hundred thousand streams and like the month before it had like 25,000. So it's not like 120 something thousand streams in like a month and a half. And I'm like, couldn't fucking believe it. And so at that point I was getting paid by SoundCloud. I was getting royalties oh, and shit. Wow. And, um, it wasn't very much. I mean, like I was getting yeah, sure. averaging from that one song. I was getting like 20,000 plays a month or like 15,000, 20,000 plays a month. And I was getting like 30 bucks. I mean, not a, not a lot, but I mean, it's fucking 30 bucks passive income for a song that I made. Like, it's cool. Like it was nice to have it, um, you know, save it away, put that money towards like, you know, gear, headphones, cables, microphones, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, Oh fuck yeah, dude, I'm about to get a bag from this month. And I was like super excited. And then, um, by the time like June came around, it had like got like ninety thousand plays that month. So it's at like two hundred thousand plays, and like I'm fucking couldn't believe it. I was like, man, this song is like doing really good. Like this might kind of be like a nice little break for me. And so I gained a pretty good following off of that. And then about July had rolled around, and then it was kind of on the downward curve, obviously. So it was probably about sixty thousand plays, and I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. And I'm like, wait a minute, I never got paid for the month of May. Like that's weird. Your biggest month. 
And so my biggest <laughs> month. And so I'm like, I'm like, that's fucking weird. And so I email um, SoundCloud, and I, I realize at that point it's not showing my earnings at the bottom of the page because it'll show your earnings if you are on the monetization yeah. side of SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. It'll show your earnings for the month at the bottom of your page. And so I noticed I wasn't seeing that. I was like, what the fuck? That's weird. And so... And, like, keep in mind, all these plays are from the algorithm. I was getting people DMing me on Instagram that were like, hey, I found your song from an MGK. It was like an MGK radio on mm. SoundCloud. Like, it, my song got in there somehow. And oh, so okay, okay. People, it was just recommended, like, algorithm-style um, mm. placement. And that's, like, a majority of those people were like, yo, I found your MGK radio, MGK radio on SoundCloud, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I was like, that's super dope, whatever. Like, you know, I don't really like MGK, but fucking if he's if my song sounds like that oh, if my song sounds like that and people are listening to it i don't care but anyways <laughs> i email soundcloud and i'm like hey um blah 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 i noticed that i wasn't getting my my stream revenue for the last couple of months and you know i was wondering if there's like an issue with my with my paypal or with my debit card or with my account and blah 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 you know whatever just let me know what i can do to get it fixed and they're like they get back to me like two days later and they're like we have removed you from the monetization program for, I can't remember exactly how they put it, but they basically were like, you used bots. You used bots to run up your streams and oh, you falsified the numbers. Them. You falsified the numbers on your account, blah, blah, blah. And we're not going to pay you any money and you've been removed and you're never going to make money from SoundCloud again. I'm like, there's a, f-. I'm like, this is, I woke up at like 9am one day read that like half asleep i'm like no fucking like i instantly started like typing like book to them like no no no, no. like this is not that's not what happened because like i i'm the last person to like do that shit to like run yeah. up numbers to be like oh look at me i got all these streams like because i know they're not fucking real if you do that like i know and like the way i see my music is i'm not doing it for anybody else i'm not doing it to impress anybody it's like yeah, i make yeah. music for myself and then i think it's cool when other people like it you know what i mean it's a very personalized thing to me like i listen to my own music all the time cuz i made the songs for me like but anyway Damn. so they're they're trying to be like oh yeah you paid for streams blah 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 i tried to like fight them about it i was like no like that's not what happened like please look into this and like i don't have my laptop but i could show you I can show you if I go on my SoundCloud and I go to my statistics, um, it'll it'll show you where my streams came from. And 90% of the streams from that month, it, it says algorithmic playlist. Damn. You haven't consulted their legal team or anything like that? There's nothing I can do. I've tried to email them a couple times and they just stopped responding to me. Wow. They just That's said, fucky. they basically were just like, close the door and like, fuck you. We're well, taking your money. Yeah. Well, fuck SoundCloud. Yeah, God fuck damn. SoundCloud. That's... So follow me on Spotify. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, it's fucked up, and it really sucks because it is kind of my most popular platform now. Because like I've yeah. gained so many, I've gained such a good following off of the, a couple songs that like I do make a majority of my streams off of SoundCloud, and I don't get paid for any of them. Jesus. It's fucked up. Damn. As as tough as stream revenue is to make, like I was doing okay, and they're like, "No, go fuck yourself." God damn, dude. So do you even still post stuff on there, or you, did you? Yeah. Just- damn yeah i still do it it's because my following on there is pretty good so fuck dude god that's really that's bullshit i don't know if i've quite heard of a story like that yeah no like, it's, it's really with, fucked up with soundcloud specifically like yeah there's a tiktok i made about it on my page if you ever want to like look into it it has like the screenshots for my emails and shit because like i went public about it because i was pissed yeah because if i did like buy bots and i like i got popped for it i'd be like oh fuck like 
Oh, they found out. Yeah. No, but like I was so fucking mad. Well, I mean, if if it if they have the data to back up that their original plays, then that's fraud. I mean, hundred ten percent. Is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you you had a monetization agreement, and then they broke off your monetization monetization agreement right when you peaked off of like you know, off a of basis that just wasn't true. And then they, if you can see on their platform that it's not from bots, that's from these initial plays, then yeah, they're frauding you. That's illegal. If anybody out there has a really good lawyer, um, good give lawyer. me give me their fucking information right now. But yeah, that's fraud, man. Yeah, yeah. that's fucked Take up. Take them to court for that. For that's real. fucked up. Yeah, I wish I could. America is a shitty place to live, but is that is one of the few good things about living in this country is that you can do that. That's facts. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it, but God it's not even that dude. much money that I made. So well, pray for young honey, everybody. <laughs> God damn it. That's a sad story. It really is, man. I'm still like this happened like a year ago, and I'm still super pissed about it. Because they, they just accused me of it, and I'm like, dude. Yeah. I didn't do that. Like they, I even told them, like, look at the stats. Like, look at the in-depth like numbers. Like, the fact, like, yeah, if a hundred thousand people listen to it in a month, the the chance that it came across like a bot account at some point, probably, probably did. Yeah. But that happens like everybody. It's not that I paid for a hundred thousand streams or anything like that. It just. Yeah. Well, well, they're they're big steppers, man, and they're they're uh, they're fucking you up. Yeah. They're fuck SoundCloud. Fuck SoundCloud. But you know, the silver lining is that you know you're obviously a force to be reckoned with if uh, if you're getting fucked with like that. So yeah. You know, that means just keep keep going it and keep doing it and. Uh, yeah, you're getting it. Well, I mean, you already have the you already have the following on. You know, Spotify, like you're doing really well. You, you know, I, I look up to you, man. You're doing well. In terms Appreciate of, that. Uh, your yeah. Music and all that. Um, what, what do you got coming down the pipeline in terms of, uh, you know, album release, single releases, and that kind of stuff? Um, I'm working on a couple of different singles. Um, I've got one called Cliche. Um, it's pretty much done. Um, just working on like maybe redoing some of the vocals and mixing and tightening up. Um, hopefully it'll be out in like July. That's what I'm shooting for at the latest. Maybe even in June, but. Probably not. That's probably cutting it a little close. But July, it should be, I'm thinking like mid-July um, for a single, maybe a music video for it. Um, awesome, awesome. There's just a lot of shit that goes into that. So, like, that's the thing about releasing music. It's like, if you want to release a song in July, you got to have everything done, like, in May. Mm. And then you got to set up a music video in June and get the music video done before the song releases and that's how you do a release. That's what I did with Marlboro Red. And, like, that song would, was done for, like, two months before I put it out. Damn. But, yeah. that That's the proper way to do it, though. You know, people yeah. don't think about that. Yeah. That is kind of, like, the downfall of, like, this, like, you know, the SoundCloud Spotify mm-hmm. era. Is like, people will just, like, oh, it's done. Then they just put it up. Yeah. No. You it's, know? if you want it to do well and, like, do promotion and shit like that, it's, it's so much work, dude. Yeah. It is so much work. Yeah. You and gotta it, sit on it, too, you know. It can get really, really tiring, too. Like, a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress of, like... I spent 30 fucking hours making this song. Like now I got to put that kind of effort and that energy into like promoting it to make sure people listen to it and make sure it does good and, and shit like that. And, um, fucking, I'm not very good at promoting. I, I really need to work on that stuff, but thankfully, I don't know. My fans and my followers still listen to it. So <laughs> shout out to you guys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's what's important. Um, fuck this has been a great episode man um it was a pleasure having you on yeah for sure um yeah uh, guys stay tuned we'll be back in a few days 
Young Honey. All right. Peace out. Have a good one.